Hi, and welcome to Behind the Bar, a conversation that takes... A, no, it's not a conversation. Yes, it is. It's a conversation that out of... The, I can't even remember. What? I can't even remember. Welcome, welcome to, to Behind, Behind the, the Bar. Bar. A podcast. A podcast! This is a podcast! That takes conversations <laughs> out of the dance class. This is season two, guys. I'm not well rehearsed. I'm Krista. And I'm Taylor. And welcome to Behind the Bar. And I just screwed up that intro is yeah. Taylor's fault. It is. I literally put you on you the spot. You put me. <laughs> I, at the end of season one, obviously made a huge claim yeah. that I forgot about, saying that I was going to come up with a new intro. Of course. And I forgot about that. And as I hit record, Taylor, with a little smug little <laughs> Taylor, goes, are you ready with your new slogan? I can't ha- wait to hear what it is. Remember, that was your job over the break. And then I couldn't even remember this was a podcast. It was blank no think no think between your oh my gosh that was panicky I was like a conversation a podcast people who are we anyway it doesn't matter it's season two yeah wow can you believe after much resistance from me where I said we cannot release a weekly podcast yeah we have nothing to talk about yeah can you believe that we for a solid year talked every single week That's minus crazy. the one month break yeah. that we took that's insane. To it's me. amazing. Crazy. And it's we almost kept... like we spend every day together, and so we have so much to talk about. So much to talk about. <laughs> we do. And I mean, we did it. We did it. We did and it. we made it a year. And now season two is upon us. Yeah, we are where here. Where your favorite duo <laughs> will continue to tell you useless stuff about themselves yeah. that we hope you get a good laugh out of. And then obviously touch on something. If in anything, the studio. this is more so of like a just a half hour event session for us. You yeah, know? it's great. It's great. Although I must admit, I'm a little upset because we decided that today was onesie day, and you're not wearing yours. You know what? I can change while we're recording. Would you like that? Take my clothes off. I just feel like doing it. I did. Listen, I had to yeah. sub this morning. I know it was a really rough morning. Well, not unfortunately, but um, we are. You know, we're in Canada, and we locked down for so long that mm-hmm. COVID didn't really have an opportunity to kind of take charge in Canada. And now. And now, <laughs> it's here. And I had it our week returning. Yep. And so I was unable to come to work, and now we have another staff member with it who's unable to come to work. So, you know, at least I can work now. Yeah. And, uh, and you're feeling like, okay, still not 100%, oh, it's, it's but... It's taken a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I still don't feel great, but I'm I'm way better than I was even yesterday. Um, and yeah, so I'll be doing some subbing, and people <laughs> will be doing subbing, and we're just... Right. We're just making it through, because it's mean, really all can anybody do? can do now, is yeah. just make it through. So our plan um, here in our building is we just... If a teacher is still... I was very unwell, um, but if a teacher's well enough, they can teach virtually from home. So yeah. this teacher is teaching virtually from so home. So they're, like, older students. Yeah. yeah. And then her, the baby or kids, like, the younger kids are having subs come in. So it will work. It's not ideal. But at least we're moving forward. We're getting And we're way. starting to see it show up in the kids, too. And, like, we didn't have a lot of this because Canada no. did a very, very serious job at locking down and maintaining yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And now I just think we can't control it anymore. And so it's here. Yeah. And we're just behind, like, the state's... As we know, everybody, you guys down in the States have had this going on, but at least you've had that herd immunity and it's kept going. 
and you've managed to come out of it, and we're just hitting the height. So yeah, it is almost whatever. Like we're kind of like a year behind. Like yeah. we were so ahead yeah. that we kind of forgot about the essentials. And well, we were ahead we're... only because we weren't doing anything. Yeah. But anyway, so that's fine. But how was your break? My break was great. I had great. my birthday over the break. Yes, um, a year older. Yeah, a year older. I had Christmas, which was fun. I had New Year's, which I spent at the movie theater. Nice. I went to go see the new Spider-Man movie with nice. my best friend. Yeah, that was great. Um, didn't really get up to a lot. Kind of just relaxed. Rewatched the entire series of Glee. That was fun. Oh, you rewatched Glee. I sure did, which is when you know that I got bored. Wow. I debated doing puzzles. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, it was thrilling. How was yours? Good. We went to Mexico. Perfect. And it was lovely and warm, and I'm very thankful that we went. It was nice to have the mental break. And I was just before we hopped on here, so I'll finish the story. So, um, <laughs> excuse me, we went to Mexico, and when you go to, like, a resort, there's generally an entertainment staff that, like, tries to get you to do all the activities right. and my family we do enjoy doing the activities we are like we play to win we like to play all the pool games we play to win and we yeah. generally win well you and your daughter are very very competitive and so are my husband and son oh really yeah okay we're all competitive we I like mean... to win and we like decide we're winning we're like are we playing this okay yeah okay so we're gonna go and we like we'll even strategize if it's a team thing like we're ready right so we always do the water aerobics because it's fun and there was this worker there. Um, his name was Alex. Doesn't matter. You're not going to yeah. find him. His name was Alex. And he, as generally happens, because my daughter is like in her early 20s, he took a very big liking yes. to my daughter. And obvious, and like would also like, and was friendly with my son, like mm -hmm. got along with him well. So they had my son playing beach volleyball, blah, blah, blah. But he loved my daughter. Right. And he didn't think that my daughter's name suited my daughter. He was like, nope, that's not your name. Your name is Maria. So they just right. called her, and it was hilarious. Like, we, she'd be napping mm -hmm. by the pool, and they'd go to do a pool game, and you would just hear Alex be like, Maria! And my daughter would honestly snap out of her slumber, and she was like, okay, yeah. that's me. And it was funny. Like, everybody else in the resort would be, like, cheering Maria on. And that's not her name. So it was, it was hilarious. That's funny. But Alex then got to the point where he wouldn't leave us alone. Right. Very insensitive. So his shift would start, like, he, he was he would teach, like, spin in the morning and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he wouldn't have water aerobics until noon. So he seemed to always have this break from 10 until noon. So my family would be by the pool. And he would t sometimes take my son down to play beach volleyball. But other times he would come and he would bring, like, Uno. Or yeah. he would bring a deck of cards. Or he would just stand there. And stand there. <laughs> right. And stand there. And Maria yeah. was not into it. And she would, like, pretend to sleep or not engage. Yeah. And I engage. That is who I am. And my son engages. So we would end up in these situations where we'd be playing, like, hour-long Uno sessions or card <laughs> games or being like, okay, like, move on now. Maria is, like, not hanging out with you. Yeah. And then he started finding us in the evening. And we always, like, <laughs> when we go on trips, we play, um, like, we'll play games, like, in between, like, we'll have dinner and drinks, and then mm -hmm. before the show at night, we'll sit outside and play games. So then he came up to see what games we were playing, and he just stood Stop. there, like, hovering over us. And, I mean, very sweet. And, yeah. But it's like, you're at this point, you're not doing your job, because no. there's other patrons People. in yeah. this resort. And 
we're playing the game and it's <laughs> awkward because you're lurking. It's just awkward. Yeah. And then he like asked my daughter to play chess with him one night after the show. And so they went to go play chess right. and my son and husband went as well because we weren't leaving her alone. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they went as well and they were playing ping pong while she was playing chess. And then it became very evident that Alex, the worker, was making moves to just keep Maria there. So he just kept making moves <laughs> so that she couldn't advance, but yeah. it was like pointless yeah. just to extend the time. It was very interesting. <laughs> but what the weird thing was, on our final day, he knew we were leaving. So the night before we left, they do this whole chess game. Yeah. She spends the extra time with him. It's hilarious. And we say to him, we're leaving the next day. You're going to miss us, right? And he's like, I'm only going to miss Maria. Great. <laughs> cool. Okay. We don't care. <laughs> right. I, fine. Yeah. So then the next day, we're down because we still had, like, almost a full day at the resort. He never, ever came around. It was so weird. He never came weird. around. We never saw him to the point where we even asked where he was. Yeah. Because he was around all the time. And one of his co-workers was like, oh, he doesn't start until like 1 o'clock today and he's over at the teen room. And we were like, okay, but that didn't stop him other days. Yeah. We. Weird. It was weird. And then one of his co-workers came over and asked for both the kids' Instagram handles mm-hmm. so that they could find, the, find them. We're like, whatever, shared that assuming that this Alex guy would eventually nothing there's yeah. been nothing he just disappeared so he was like so Super in love with her all over but maybe he's not good at goodbyes maybe that's a part <laughs> of his job he can't handle I don't know I'm thinking he'd like break down and cry <laughs> maybe I was like maybe he's in this room crying it was so that's so weird weird especially the fact that like he hasn't added her on Instagram or anything nothing. like that like, he just disappeared interesting and he was like into <laughs> Maria. I mean, I'm sure he gets into probably a lot of like yeah. young girls in the resort because I mean, I think yeah. that just kind of comes with the job. And they like come and they and go, oh, they come know, and go. Like, and part of their job is to make the customers yeah. feel fabulous. And part of it, so maybe he was like, "Well, they're leaving, so I did see my ya. job." But it was very odd, especially because yeah. he was like, "Yeah, see you tomorrow. I'll say goodbye." Never showed. Anyways, whatever. We peaced out. Off we went. Then we went through all the COVID. Everybody in the family then it took got you COVID. Guys Not literally we, like we don't seven know how we got it. Doesn't home. matter. <laughs> took us seven days to get home. We got stuck. All those things happened. But yeah. it was a good trip. Yeah, that's great. And you know what else I did over what? Christmas uh, from Christmas dinner? I've been dying to tell you this. I've been waiting for the podcast. Oh my god! After Christmas dinner, yep. I took two pie shells. Did you make it? Mm-hmm. Was it the life changing? Mm-hmm. If you listen in season one, you find out that Taylor's <laughs> stepmom makes. Turkey pot pies with the leftovers from Thanksgiving with stuffing topping. Mm -hmm. And so I show up. So first of all, my mom cooked Christmas dinner this year, which is rare. Because I knew I was leaving for Mexico the next morning, so it only made sense. And you didn't want all the leftovers. There was no point of us having leftovers, no point of me having a mess in my house. Way easier just to have Mm -hmm. my mom do it all that this year. It was great. So we show up, and I show up with my two pie crusts. And I go, Mom, I have these pie crusts because I'm making turkey pot pie after and I'm going to help you with the leftovers because it's only her yeah. and her husband. They're not going to eat all the turkey. And my mom says, oh, I didn't cook as much food as normal because I knew you wouldn't be here, so we're not really going to have leftovers. <laughs> now, she's still wrong because my yeah. mom's version of way less food is still way it's more still food. It's still a lot of yes. food. <laughs> but it definitely, like, I took, it, it made mm-hmm. two nice big pies, and she was left with, I guess, some turkey and some potatoes because I, I basically took everything that. else. Ugh. So I did the turkey yep. and the potatoes. Yep. And I actually mixed the gravy into yep. the potatoes okay. so that it had, like, kind of a sauce in it and it wasn't super dry. And then I added salt and pepper. And then we didn't have Brussels sprouts, but we had carrots. So mm-hmm. I added a ton of carrots. And then I just added the 
stuffing on top. Stuffing on top. And I wrapped them up and put them in the freezer. And when we got home from Mexico, first day, oh, and we were ready to cook one. It was like we had leftovers. It was honestly perfect. Yeah. The best idea. Everybody the needs to do this. The best idea. But you want to know what really <coughs> makes me sad? What? My stepmom didn't make turkey for Christmas. Yeah, you had ham. We had ham. Well, do you want to know how upset I was? I you had that happened to you last year too though. You <laughs> I was so I don't know. So upset, and now I have to wait till like Easter for turkey. Oh, see, we have ham at turkey at ham at turkey. We have ham at Easter. <laughs> well, we usually do too, but like I'm gonna convince them to make uh, a turkey. Your family's backwards. My family is messed up. I don't know. Well, I mean, we have burritos on Christmas Day, but that's because it's your it's birthday. It's my birthday, so I get to eat whatever I want. Yes. But yeah, so my stepdad thought the idea was so fabulous that apparently after I left, yeah. he then went to the store and bought pie crusts. But they already were out. They didn't have any more carrots or anything, so I'm not quite <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, well, my mom was like, it, it, he didn't do it quite like you did, but he tried. And That's But now matters. we know, I said, moving forward, family, yeah. everybody bring, brings a pie crust. It's the best because, way to get rid of your leftovers. And it's way better than eating Christmas dinner for five days straight after, because that's what kind of happens. Mm-hmm. You have it again the next day. And I find I we usually like it better the next day because yeah. you're not as rushed and whatever. But then the day after that, you're still like, okay, I need to eat up and this turkey. And there's only so many turkey sandwiches, like turkey stuffing. I know, and I sandwiches. just get sick like, of it. And there's a lot of waste. Oh. This, everything was gone, and then they just had a bit of turkey left to do the whatever turkey with. turkey pot pie with the crust, like the stuffing crust, mm-hmm. and then like a dollop of like cranberry sauce on top. Yeah, we added oh. cranberry sauce after so as a side. Really delicious. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. get on this. My stepmom should have, like, patented or something. So I'm <laughs> going to say that maybe she wasn't the first. Well, I mean. But we don't know because we're going with it. Because yeah, I don't know others that do this. It's a new tradition yeah. that I've decided is a tradition <laughs> in my family. Yeah. It's genius. It's anyway. so smart. And it's delicious, so. So that was my big news. And I've been, like, every day I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell Taylor. <laughs> oh, no, it's a podcast conversation. It's hard. Yeah. Because we have to decide what's podcast. Excuse me, not podcast. And that's like month-old gossip now. Well, yeah, it is old. <laughs> but I've been holding on to it. Oh, that's I've funny. been holding on to it. Yeah. Anyway, we are back at it. We sure are. And <laughs> as everybody knows, we are in the teacher search dilemma yeah. still. Yep. And my stress <laughs> levels are rising more. More and more? Yeah. And I, like, I've said it a million times, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it again. Of course. Why is nobody the same work-wise that they used to be? I'm going to say what I've said to you a million times whenever you ask this question is because it's a different generation. Well, listen up, new generation, (laughs) who probably aren't even listening to this. It's probably, like, my generation. It's difficult. It's hard. And I'm sick and tired of the attitude that, like, jobs just come and go and it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And it's not a COVID thing. Like, there's been a while, for a no. while, people have been like, oh, well, COVID has made people not want to work. And, like, that did happen in Canada because yeah. we had a lot of handouts and it has changed a lot of work ethics. So that is a true statement. Yeah. But in terms of this, like, and it's, I really find it's 25 and under, and I've said it a million times. It's 25 and under, has this attitude of, like, I don't know. It's just, like, oh, well, maybe, maybe. I just find that it's a lot of social media and, like, jobs have definitely shifted into, like, you see a lot more social media and marketing jobs available and, like, jobs 
that center on like working from your phone, working like whatever yeah. you want, the hours you want, um, working from home, uh, all those kind of things but definitely play factors into people being like, I could travel the world and still make money being like a social media, like, like, per, you know, I so know, it's just like, I just think it's such a sad world we live in that everything like most, mm-hmm. well, pretty much all of influence does come through social media. Yeah. And while I appreciate that it's created different kinds of jobs, it's really, it's, yeah, you're right. Like, it's changed people wanting to get out there. And we're going through such a generational shift in the sense that, like, this has to happen every, like, 30 years, essentially, where there's, like, a huge shift in the way that the world defines working. And yeah. I feel like we're in that, where working is expendable to a lot of the younger generation because they have all of these outlets and these resources and all these ways of making money. And it's, like, kind of like a fast track you know yeah it it totally is a fast track and they're okay with the fact that it might not be long term yeah like they're fine that that's a one-year position Mm -hmm. it goes away and they'll just find something else long term to like the younger generation like the like younger millennial and gen z generation i think just doesn't exist anymore like long term is something that no one that age really plans out for as much as people who are like 30 and over planned out for you know yeah well and it's funny because if you go way back so like when our parents worked and like it was a little bit different like my dad owned a business Mm -hmm. so he worked predominantly all the time but like if you go back to his parents my grandparents that was a very you worked monday to friday nine to five that was like the ideal right that's what everybody pretty much did nine to five you spent family time on Saturdays, you went to church on Sundays. That was, like, the I, the That's typical like the American, like, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Then from there comes my dad's generation. And, I mean, I can really only go back to my grandparents because my great-grandparents, like, they also worked really hard, but yeah. life was still, again, very different. very different. They lived through a whole bunch of other stuff. So then you go to my dad's generation, and they all grew up learning how to work hard, yeah. which was great, right? They had the work ethic from their parents. Well, because your family grew up on a farm, too. Right? Or like no. A, my okay. parents grew up in a city. Okay, yeah. Because mm-hmm. mine grew up on a farm, so yeah. that's, like, where they were literally working. Yeah, but, like, work ethic. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people started, I think, a lot of more businesses popped up mm-hmm. in my parents' generation. Because, like, going back a bit, it was, like, very, you worked, like, if you were a woman, you were going to teach school, or yeah. you were going to work at the bank. And if you were a man, you were, like, basically working at, like, labor. sales or labor. Like, it, it's just interesting. So then... Obviously, my dad's generation opened up a whole new window of, like, opening businesses, and they worked, you know, for us, my family, it was kind of like, work was just part of our family, because my parents owned a business, so it was different. So I grew up a little bit different, but everybody in my my age group, too, has this really strong work ethic Mm -hmm. and loyalty, because I find loyalty is a huge thing we are missing in life. So then you take that, and then we're now all having kids, and it's... So it's this under 25 that are popping up and they're seeing us work, but they now all have phones. They now all have computers. They now all have Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and I don't even know. And you can be a YouTuber. You can work on Twitch and make 500 bucks in a night if you're good at it or more. Like I... You can be an influencer, you can be, and you have to work hard, but you're pretty much just tracking kind of your life. And so I get it. Like, they're seeing this, like, instant gratification, because we live in an instant gratification world now, where they don't have to put the time or the work in to build up. And in my mind, you know, like, my teachers that have only been here, like, you know, I've had teachers that have been here for 18 years, 
and they're long-term teachers and they're fabulous and I appreciate them so much because these other teachers that have been here for four years are like, well, my God, I've done four years. That was so long. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't get that. And I'm like, so you don't want to work your way up the ranks in a company. You don't want to get raises. Mm -hmm. You don't want to get extra. You don't want that. You just want instant gratification. So thanks for the money. I'm done here. I'm going to move on. Yeah, that. and even the conversations I have with them are Mm mind-blowing. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah. Well, what if it doesn't pay as much? Well, it might not. I'm willing to take the risk. Okay, are you not happy at this job? Yeah. No, I'm super happy at this job. I actually, and they will say to me, I can actually tell you I will probably never work anywhere else that brings me as much happiness or treats me as well. And my mind wants to explode. Because I'm like, how can you say that sentence Mm -hmm. and then decide, well, I'll leave it. And even one of the teachers who, again, she's only 20 right now, she eventually plans to move on because she's met a boy somewhere else, blah, blah, blah. I said to her, I said, you know, is there a chance that your boyfriend wants to come here? Is there a chance you want to grow yourself in this studio? I can offer you trainings. I'm willing to pay for certifications. Like, I do all that with my staff. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, it's always been my dream, on and on. And then in the next sentence says, okay, well, I'll talk to the university about what my university looks like. Um, over, over these next two years because then yeah because and I'm saying the words long term yeah, and she's saying the words two years and I'm like two years two years you can't get anything done like, in two years two years for like I feel like two years has such a small concept in like the dance studio world compared to like other jobs you know like two years that's two seasons that's nothing it's that's nothing. Nothing. You've just started to build the relationships. Yeah. And if you're getting certified in something and the business is certifying you, why would I pay the yeah. money? Because it's not cheap. To hold dance certifications yeah. is not cheap. Why would I pay the money to find trainings to better you as a teacher, to better you obviously for the studio, and to give you knowledge, and you're just going to go anywhere else? It, just it like, doesn't make sense. I feel like... Also, a conversation about that would be that they feel like jobs are so, like, they're always going to be there. There's always going to be an open door. There's always going to be something else to try. There's always going to be these things that will give them, like, not what they want, but, like, what they feel like they have to do. Like, if someone has a job here for four years, they're like, oh, well, I've worked here for four years. Like, what's the next thing that I can do? Like, what's the... Like, it's not about not wanting to move up. It's just, like they're always constantly chasing things because they're seeing other people chase these things and they're like, well, it's time for me to up and move too, you know? But then at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like, so when these people, and I mean, obviously, there's still people doing, like, the, what I would say is, like, more about the mainstream thought of getting into a job. Like, that obviously yeah. exists and you sort. But all these people that are, like you say, chasing yeah. the next thing and moving on and, and whatever, it's going to be very hard at some point, it's going to get hard. Oh, yeah, at some point, they need to stop. At some point, they need to stop. And at some point, and I understand, like, in your in your early 20s, mm-hmm. is still young, but and they don't necessarily have the cognitive ability to see long-term, but at some point, you really have to see long-term. Or, I guess, you just keep moving around and chasing, and you never have settled. And some people really, like, thrive in that environment. But it's it's crazy to me, because you're never setting yourself up for what could actually maybe be success. I don't, I don't, I really don't get it. Yeah. I really don't. And I struggle with it because obviously, like, I see all this stuff on social media and mm-hmm. I really do not care. I'm like, great, you renovated a van. Yeah. Great. You're traveling the world. Great. You're paying, 
$90 somehow for a first class ticket on Emirates America flights and getting those free, you see all those all the time getting free pajamas to your drive yeah. great good for you but like eventually even if you're like like if you're an influencer eventually you kind of like age out it seems yep. or I guess maybe we'll see maybe they'll all of a sudden older influencer but it's just like when you're an influencer like I feel like that's like when you age out, you kind of just become, like, a different type of influencer. Yeah, and maybe that happens, but it's just... And there's always going to be, like, brands. When you create a brand for yourself, I feel like there's always going to be, like, yeah. brands that will latch on to you. Yeah. But it's, like, it's yeah, not a it's long-term... Just... It's a job that I don't think is a job. Like, I don't really agree with the YouTuber influencer lifestyle. Like, I've never gotten it. I've yeah. never, like, in my life wanted to be that type of person because I'm, like, what is this... Like, what are you doing with your life? You're right. just getting... I'm just, like, but you're spending all, these, so all this time, like, just, like, posting on Instagram. Like, what sort of gratitude... Like, that doesn't give you anything. No. Yeah, and, like, these specific teachers that are moving on, that is not even what they're looking at doing. No, no, no. They're no, just no, no, like, no. eh, I'll travel. Mm -hmm. Okay, why don't you travel all summer long and on our breaks? We get a heck ton of them here. Mm -hmm. Not enough. Like, it's never enough. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I'm mind blown. I'm really, really mind blown. Yeah, I just think that, yeah, one, like, the only thing that I can keep saying is, like, it's a younger generation because, like, that's all there is. Like, because I'm 28. Yes, yeah, so you're in the So class. I'm in, I'm literally in the middle. So I understand both sides. Yeah. And I always have. I've always seen it from both perspectives because I'm literally a 93 baby yeah and like usually it's like 95 and up are like the yeah weird yeah generation and then like 92 and down are like the yeah good it's generation. weird because you are right on that cusp where you where you are seeing yeah. people in your age group do you do either or well I was just talking to my friend this morning about like because she is going through a time and she was just telling me about how she hasn't worked in a while and she's just like I don't know what to do with my life and I'm like yeah, we're 28 like, it's hard because there are people who are 28 that are my age that I grew up with who have no idea what they're going to do with their life. And they're yeah. like, I don't know. Like, and then there's people who are 28 who literally have, like, 10-year-olds. Yeah. And I'm like, it's And I, I don't think that will ever go away because no. that exists in my – that exists everywhere. I, there's people that are 60 yeah. that don't know what they're doing in life. and But, but it, it just seems more now. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I, it sucks because, like, you raised – like. Like, it's not like our parents did a bad job raising nope. us or anything. Like, it's not like anyone was raised. It's just, I feel like, the influence of everyone and the importance of social media on everyone's lives that have really taken over. Yeah. And, yeah, and, like, and that's the thing. Like, it used to be very standard in a dance studio mm -hmm. was you were raised in the dance studio, you danced in the dance studio, you hit a certain age, you start helping with some cleaning, you hit a certain age, you start helping out in classes, you start kind of doing like an odd sub if they need somebody. And then you just kind of almost like walked into the position. Like you just, you kind of grow your own teachers. And we've always done that. Like all, almost all of my staff has been very grown inside and here. what sucks is we have that person and she but we does have a, not but this want. Is, but this is what I mean. So that's always happened in dance studios. And I don't know what everybody else is experiencing or if they're seeing this. But yeah. like. We now have, if you look, if we look from this year into the next three years, we have students who are getting into those final years of school who are already, like, they help out around here. Yeah. They're willing to sub. They help in summer camps, give them little teaching gigs, all that stuff. But when you ask them, okay, so when you're done, do you want to teach here a bit? Do you want know. a couple classes? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Well, I could do this, but then I could also do this, but then I really don't want to do that, so I'm going to do this. Yes. Literally within like and it's a five-minute like, span. Okay, so you're not going to be around at all? And I and I get being young and wanting to travel, whatever, but it's like, yeah, no, I don't know. Okay, are you going to work somewhere, though? Like, if you're in town, yeah. even if you're going to school, are you going to work for a little bit of income? Because, like, again, that was very normal when I went to school. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay, cool. And nobody knows. I've never seen more lost children. Mm -hmm. And studies definitely say, and it's very interesting, that with social media, with this generation we're seeing come up, um, like teenagers now and below, we will see significantly less use of drugs, Mm -hmm. significantly less use of alcohol. Great. That is great, yeah. Significant increase of mental health, Mm -hmm. um, depression, and children who feel lost. Mental health. And it's because everything is in their faces all the time. The access to knowledge is all there. Overwhelming. It's overwhelming, and they don't have the ability or know what's true, what's not true, and what to filter and what not to filter. And even as a parent, Mm -hmm. it is very hard to control. Like, I... I held my kids off certain social medias and we've graduated to stuff and I'm very involved and I ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. But you still cannot control the amount of information comes in because it's at the tip of their fingers all the time. And that is such a scary thought. Yes. And I feel that is what we're seeing. I think it's awesome we might see less alcohol addiction and drug addiction. That's great. But if we're also trading that in for a higher rate of depression yeah. and social anxieties and all because of that, of the social media, then at what point does that get mediated? Like, what's I, the plan, world? God, like, I think that social media is such, like, it's such a bad thing. Like, it's it's great. It's a great way of keeping in contact with people. Yeah. But I've def- definitely, like, lessened my presence on social media a lot, like, as I grow older. Because I'm, like, you're there to compare your life with people. And you're there to, like, once again, it's scary thought that all this knowledge is, like, in your face because you can't filter it because it's all these people posting opinions and like non-facts, non-truths. Or nothing but happy photos. So you never see the moment where that individual is sad or is going through a hard time. It's right, like everything's filtered. The the perfect body, the perfect this. Nothing on social media is real. And I feel like it's a real struggle for the teenagers to keep up with that. Like I'm so thankful that Instagram came out the year after I graduated and like when we when I was in grade twelve, like it was just we all thought it was a photo editing app. So you know it was like just those Yeah, oh I remember ugly filters totally. and like you know, and I'm so glad that I never grew up in a very social media dominated world. Like the worst we had was Facebook and at that in like two thousand and ten Facebook was nothing. Yeah. It was Yeah, it was just, just kind of like hitting its rise. Yeah, so yeah, it's interesting. So I feel like part of that is what we're seeing. Like yeah. when I hear that, you know, we're going to have more social anxiety, more depression, more this. I'm seeing these kids who are lost. Yeah. It correlates. It's like, okay, well, they're really lost, but they also have a million, like, all of them have, like, 2,000 friends on Instagram. They don't know these people. They're watching everything they do, and I think it's very hard to make a choice because you're looking for approval. Yeah. You're looking at everybody else and seeing what they're doing. So then you get the, oh, I'll do that, we'll do that, I'll 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 do that. It's exhausting. Like, you want to live yeah. the ideal 
Instagrammable life. Yes. And everybody says, right? Like, oh, live your best life. Do what you want to do. No Let go of everything like, no. and just go for it. Not it doesn't really matter. Right. Take the risk. Well, it's great to take risks and it's great to just, there has to be some, some form of balance. And I don't think anybody's learning that anymore no, I because think, I don't even think we know how to manage it well, because it's too new fast, think of how fast like everyone jumped on you brought it up earlier the heckin renovate a van and travel across country and give up everything and just like live in like a Walmart parking lot and like do all this like I'm thankful for the people that actually post like this is the ugly things about living in my van like I do have to like hang out in a Walmart park like you know like I do see a lot more of that on TikTok and stuff like that yeah. but it's not something to like idolize no it's not and it's a very much a fad right now and so I find that that's something that's really like hitting the cusp yeah you know yeah is the living in a van giving up everything going and traveling and like but once again that comes with jobs being disposable and jobs like people working social media jobs and like virtual assistant jobs and like all those things which is great because it created more jobs in a different yes. way I but don't disagree it's not with that. ideal for everyone and it shouldn't be everyone who is like 25 and under goals in life. Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. So now we're in this situation. Yeah. As we know, <laughs> we knew we were le- losing a huge teacher to yeah. us in a year from now. She teaches 32 hours a week. Yeah. It is a ginormous hole to fill. And she's well loved. And she's only been here for four years. So it's hard. I do have other staff members who I was aware were only going to be here for four years. Those kids that came to me, I am in university for X amount of time. I am going to go off and do this. And so I am aware of them. I appreciate that. I get it. But now it's just like, boom, I'm leaving. And no care to the fact that this 30-hour gap hole is going to be sitting there. And it's not fair to the kids. And it's not fair to the business. So whatever, she's leaving. We've been looking for a teacher. We've been looking for a teacher for a long time. Yeah. I've been, we have been posting ads. I feel ads. like ever since, I honestly feel like ever, ever since, since I started, started working, working here, here it's which been was in March of 2020, 2020, I have been looking for staff. have been looking for staff. And so it's just so, an ongoing problem. And then, so yeah, she's leaving. And then just coming back from break, another fairly long time teacher who's had other stuff come up in her life has yeah. decided that she's going to cut back. And I appreciate her immensely because she is cutting back in a slow way yeah she's cutting back every year one day she only teaches three days a week so she's gonna cut back cut back so it's like a two kind of a two-year plan yeah and she and already kind of started that she like, already had started it year, and she's yeah. already approaching people to take over for her yeah you know it would be so nice if she would end up in a situation where she's teaching make three hours a week and she realizes she really loves the outlet of the dance studio mixed with her real life yeah. i have a staff member here who does that and she does enjoy both Honestly, and it's maybe fabulous she, maybe she will maybe she'll who just... knows and that's something we'll have to approach in another year yeah but we have been advertising and the the people we get are not great or like we do have a great person that came but her husband is police and they're not going to be here long because police yeah. in canada move around often then i have another one who is much older, which is great, who just applied and is going to come in and teach her ballet program. And I'm so glad that we found her it's because great. she is already certified. She like certified. fell into our yes. lap in a time yeah. of need. It was perfect. Yeah. So it's coming. But it's the teacher for all the little stuff. Yeah. It's the little kid's teacher and the like beginner funky jazz and beginner jazz and beginner ballet and like all the other little things that right. were dwindling. I feel like it's like important to like have a teacher where like you're making a bond with especially with like the level ones yes and usually yeah and that teacher has to be a very specific personality mm -hmm. right very specific and yeah I don't know like the funky jazzes like that's gonna be a big one (laughs) 
funky jazzes are a big one. Tap. The little combo kids, little tap yeah. kids. And I can't teach it all because I'm already teaching. Like, I can't do it all. Yeah. And I know I can't do it all because if I do it all, then the business side of the business starts to slip because it's yeah. a lot. And I've worked really hard to have a staff. And you... I used to do it all. I was going to say, like, you've owned this business for over, like, 20 years, so... Yeah. you've dwindled yourself down yeah. and that's what you want and that's what you deserve because you also work yeah. like the business side and so it, you own it and so I'm really hoping we find people because yeah. I'm, I'm starting to, to panic, panic. Yeah. and I've been in a complete panic and yes we found some people but I'm still panicked because the years are going quick uh-huh. it's not like you give me two years notice and that two years we're already over, a year into mm-hmm. this one teacher who's leaving we're well aware that people are walking away and it's crazy. It's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. And it's going to be... Yeah. So hopefully at some point struggle. that magical student does show up who's like, oh, yeah, I do want to stay around and teach. Or that person moves to town and is like, oh, my God, goodness, I taught. And I'm mm-hmm. looking for a few hours. Like, all I can keep hoping with the world opening back up is yeah. people keep falling in and trust. Like, there's the whole belief of just trust the universe. It will bring what you want. And it will. Like, things do fall into place. And we yes. know that. And of things course, do yeah. work out. But it's very hard to believe the workout part. Like, oh, it'll all work out. When you're out. in the middle of it falling apart. <laughs> it's your business. Yeah. And it's yours plus 10 other people's mm-hmm. livelihoods. It is a big deal. So yeah. it's like, what are we doing? You're, you're, yeah, it's every day. It's all like, I think about it as I go to sleep. I think about it as I wake up. I think about it as I dr- drive here. Like, it's non stop mm-hmm. because it's very real. And, and so it's hard to just so trust. Fast so fast like yeah. we're already in January it, we just started it was just summertime I know well we just started this podcast and this is season two <laughs> like we're a year like I don't know I feel like with the world opening up and because we're from a town where there is a big university like following and like a lot of people coming and going I feel like we will find four-year people but you want long term so it's like it's hard because like these people will come and they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to university for four years. And you'll be like, great. And then they're gone. in four years, you'll need to find their replacement, you know? So the other side of that is, I mean, I obviously have to accept the fact that basically there's only very few people that are long-term loyal and, mm-hmm. and around still. That's that. And that maybe that is how things look. I don't love that because no, that's not I know that's what other not, studios yeah. uh, there's two other studios here that are great studios like ours and they all their staff is very long term and loyal and committed and it's funny because their staff is like again they're like kind of your age group they're just over the cusp yeah. of where they're staying committed and even though they're working in pharmacies and restaurants yeah. and whatever they're still keeping their dance teaching because they love their passion and it's fun to express yourself and be creative those few nights a week and they get it and then I just happen to have that little bit of younger staff that's really making the difference for us yeah so we keep looking if anybody's listening and feels like moving to a great city in Canada <laughs> and like we will set you up we'll be your friend oh, yeah um I'm hiring <laughs> and we have obviously lots of you fun obviously you could even chime in on the podcast <laughs> we'll um, buy you a onesie which I still haven't put on it's on my lap yeah so um there's yeah. a lot going on right now we've got, we've got a lot of stressors we didn't even touch base on costume nope that's next <laughs> us next we're 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 exiting for today we're at our time limit for our listeners costumes 
Yeah, that's fun. Everybody's going through this. We'll talk about that's it next great. time. All right. I don't even know how to end anymore. I'm so yeah. out of practice. I know. You should have listened to one I should have. Follow us at Behind the Bar Pod on Instagram or email us at behindthebarpodcast at gmail.com. You should do that. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.